Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of Coffee with Jesus. God, our protector. I am your host, Todd Ubley. And in this episode, I would like to talk about how God protects us and keeps us. Before I begin, I would just like to touch on a few things. I mentioned in my last episode how I do not have any sort of recording studio or recording area or recording, really, equipment where I am right now. I will be doing my best to edit the audio and remove as much background noise as possible. However, you may note that while I'm talking, there is still a little bit of background noise. So I apologize in advance, and I hope that, in spite of that, you will be able to enjoy the episode. I would like to start by reading one of my favorite psalms. Psalm 91. This is a psalm I read whenever I do my quiet time. Whenever I do my own personal devotions, I always start by reading this psalm because it's a reminder to me of how God protects me and my family. If you're watching this on YouTube, you may note that some of the pictures that come up as I'm reading don't match what I'm saying. I will be reading from the 1984 New International Version. Those of you watching on YouTube may notice that some of the pictures that come up while I'm reading are from different versions. Psalm 91 He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you make the Most High your dwelling, even the Lord, who is your refuge, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. I know the thought of God's protection can seem far off during a global pandemic. 
all of the negative news we're seeing right now, not just the sickness and the disease, it all seems so overwhelming sometimes. I would like to just tell you all that God is in control, even when everything seems out of control. I would like to share a few from my life where I know that God's hand was protecting me. The first was from my first tour in Afghanistan. There was a group of us that were heading out of the base, outside the wire as it were, to one of the local villages where we were going to be meeting up with some of the village elders and a local contractor who were building a well to provide water to the local village. We brought about four 20-gallon cans of gas with us to give to the local police who were going to be escorting us to this village and back. We left the base. We met up with our escorts, and they led the way. These streets were very, very narrow. And at one point, they led us to what can best be described as a town square. Now, I say town square. It was a big patch of dirt, and there are a few mud huts surrounding it. And then they just took off. They left. So there we were. We were in about three vehicles in this dirt patch surrounded by mud huts. Honestly, it was the perfect place for an ambush. We waited for what seemed like an indeterminable amount of time. It was probably only about 10 or 15 minutes, but believe me, when we were there, it seemed like hours. Every single one of us had the same thought, and we were expecting the worst. But about 10, 15 minutes later, the local police escorts came back, and they led us to the correct village. We got to talking afterwards, and there had been many instances where escorts had led American troops into ambushes, and the feeling was that was what they were going to do with us, but the fact that we had gifted them about 80 gallons worth of gasoline caused them to help us and lead us to safety instead of just abandoning us. Personally, I believe that God was there with us and that he was protecting us. The second thing I would like to talk about was on my second tour in Afghanistan. I was traveling to a base that should have been safe. They hadn't been hit in, in years. Well, I landed and went to breakfast, and I had just gotten back to my room. I say my room. It was half of a shipping container. They call them chews. They're basically shipping containers that were turned into rooms. There was a whole row of them. Mine was on the very end of the row. I had just sat down when there was a very large explosion. It was so loud and it shook the chew so much, I thought a mortar or a rocket had literally landed right outside, right next to it. That's how big the explosion was. The force of the explosion knocked the heater right off my wall. Of course, I hit the deck immediately. And my first thought, like I said, was that a mortar had landed right outside. Of course, my second thought was, why am I not dead? You know, if a mortar had landed right outside, it, the shrapnel should have torn right through. So I waited for about a minute or two. There was no follow-up. Things had gone eerily silent. I opened the door, and the air was just filled with dust. I could barely see. 
few doors down, somebody had done the same. And we looked at each other, and, you know, of course, asked each other if we were okay. And once we were assured that we were all right, we could hear some gunfire in the distance. So we both went to the bunker that was right there next to the that particular row. Well, it turned out the explosion happened about 400 meters from where I was sitting. So not right outside my place. But it was a truck that was laden with 1,500 pounds of high explosives. And just to give you all an idea of the destructive force of that explosion, I did some battle damage assessment later that day, and there were buildings a full kilometer away from the blast that were damaged from the blast of that explosion. So the enemy had brought the truck right up to the wall of the base, laden with 1,500 pounds of explosives, and set it off. They blew a hole right in the wall. And then a minivan drove up, and about nine guys got out, all armed, trying to infiltrate the base. Now, fortunately for us, the only deaths that day were the people who tried to kill us. No American lives were lost that day. But the damage from that explosion was vast. Like I said, I was about 400 meters away, and it knocked the heater right off my wall, and the door was knocked off its frame. One of the shoes at the other end of the row was, was damaged. Part of the back wall was actually blown out. There were buildings that were damaged up to a full kilometer away. While I was doing the battle damage assessment, I found a, some pieces of the truck that had exploded a couple hundred meters from the center of the explosion. And I actually keep a piece of shrapnel from that truck. When I was working in Texas and when I was working in Florida, I would keep that piece of shrapnel on my desk as a reminder to myself of God's protection. Because God was looking out for me that day. He was looking out for all of us that day. I would like to give one other example. And this is something that happened just recently. Well, one morning last week, we were driving in and we had just gotten onto the highway. And a car was driving very fast. He came from behind us. And just as he got ahead of us, he had a blowout. That caused the driver to lose control. He started swerving erratically to the point where he started to ricochet off the concrete barriers from either side. The car was very messed up. The biggest collision happened maybe 50 meters in front of us. Before the car hit that barricade, pieces of the car went flying off of it. The car ricocheted off to the other side and finally came to a rest on the other side of the highway. There were pieces of car all over the highway that were very hard to drive through or over. We had to kind of go around. But eventually we stopped next to where the car was. Folks, when I say that this accident happened right in front of us, I mean it happened right in front of us. If we had been just a few seconds earlier, that car would have ricocheted right into us and we would have been in an accident as well. The car that lost control was in very bad shape. The whole front end was smashed in. The tire that had blown out was dented and pushed in. The back of the car was dented. Lights were busted out. The trunk was pushed in. I mean, this car was in really, really bad shape. The driver was in remarkable condition, though. He was alert. He was ambulatory. He did have a gash on his head, but it wasn't too deep and it wasn't too bad. So we stopped to provide aid if we could. Uh, my coworker had called their emergency number. And I dug through my backpack. 
The only thing I had was a pack of travel tissues, but they worked as makeshift gauze in that situation. So he was at least able to have something to put on the wound and press down until the ambulance had arrived. But in this situation, God had protected myself and my coworker, as well as the driver of the vehicle that lost control. Like I said, if we had just been a few seconds earlier, that car would have smacked right into us. I think that the timing in this was, it was God. Had we been a few seconds earlier, we would have been hit, but we weren't. However, we were in the perfect place at the perfect time to stop and aid the individual who had lost control of his vehicle. I was able to provide some very limited first aid while my coworker was able to call for proper help. A few minutes later, the ambulances and the police had arrived and they had been able to take care of the scene. I do believe that God is involved in our lives. And that's not to say that he's there pulling the strings and he's making sure that everything happens exactly. We do have free will and we do make our own decisions. But I do believe that God is with us and that he protects us. His word is filled with promises of his protection. And I have been in many life or death situations, and I've come out alive. God has protected me. And I believe that God will protect you too. That's not to say that we can go out and intentionally put us in situations. In fact, when Jesus was tempted by Satan, Satan actually quoted from this very psalm. He quoted from verse 12 where it says, They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus responded with scripture as well. He said, You should not put the Lord your God to the test. The point being that yes, God is our protector and he will protect us. But that does not mean that we should intentionally put ourselves in situations where we need that protection. That doesn't mean we can just jump off a cliff and say, hey, God's going to save me. Okay, that's an extreme example, but I hope that you all get the idea. God will protect us, and we just need to trust him. I know the world seems like it's falling apart right now, both on a macro scale and on a micro scale. I know individually, a lot of people are going through situations where it seems like their world is falling apart. Nothing seems to be going right. Everything seems to be going wrong. It just seems like it's one thing after another after another. But I would like to tell you from experience that God is with you. I would like to tell you from experience that God will take care of you. That God will help you. God is our provider. And God is our protector. So please just hang in there. Trust the Lord. Know that he is working for you right now. He is protecting you right now. If you are going through a difficult time right now, I would like to encourage you to please reach out to someone. God is with you, and God will bring people to help you as well. God will take care of you. Sometimes he intervenes directly. Sometimes he does it through other people. So don't hesitate to reach out for help if you need it. Where you're going through will end. While you are going through it, God will be with you because God is your protector. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. 
I will see you next time.